everybody wants to be free, right? We read that the truth will set us free. We're told Christ came to free us, and that if he sets us free, we are free indeed. One of the liberties we in the United States at least claim to prize is the freedom to speak the truth as we see it. Yet we allow dogmas, editors, critical readers, and the marketplace to censor us. The Brothers Karamazov addresses the concept of freedom. In the Grand Inquisitor chapter, Dostoevsky sets up a drama in which Christ returns to earth in medieval Europe, gets taken captive by the Inquisition, and told by the Inquisitor why he failed, because people don't really want the freedom he granted. What people want, the Inquisitor contends, is what Satan while tempting Christ at the end of his 40-day fast in the desert, offered to help Christ provide them. Miracle? A show so grand it would stop all questioning. Mystery? Idols to worship. And authority? A source of unambiguous, strict rules that everybody must follow so they won't feel lost, alone, or different. As writers, we simply can't afford to be like the people Satan in the Inquisitor's story describes. If we hope to leave ourselves open to the spirit that moves us, we need to question everything. Beware of idols such as desire for fame and wealth and express our uniqueness. If we can shed legalistic inhibitions, fear of risking heresy, and whatever hang-ups are blocking the messages of the Spirit is ready to give us. I suspect we can create more powerful art than writers who don't embrace freedom. When I wrote feature articles for the San Diego Reader, I was blessed with a truly fine editor, Judith Moore. I was attending Faith Chapel, a large church where a man got accused of molesting kids in the nursery. During his trial, the church became a laughingstock because children were testifying to outrageous stuff such as this man had taken them in a bus to a zoo and sacrificed elephants. Local and even some national talk shows held the church up as a place where nut jobs sculpted around hunting for demons in the closets. But I hadn't found any more nut jobs at church than anywhere else, so I pitched an article to Judith. While writing and researching, I got incensed about the talk shows and attorneys' portrayal of the church and about the testimony of therapists who apparently had little idea how to lure the truth, rather than wild imaginings, out of children. I worked on the article for many days but couldn't get it right. Judith called and asked how it was coming. When I told her, she said, send it. I did, and soon she called again. She said, Ken, you don't do anger. You don't condemn people. After that, the article was a pleasure to write, and I have always felt good about it. And I learned two crucial lessons. One, if a story isn't working, we ought to ask, could the spirit have set up a blockade? 
could we be trying to write something that isn't us? Two, when Christ was on earth, as far as we know, the only people who seemed to rouse his anger were hypocrites. And Christ could recognize hypocrisy, hypocrisy, but I can't. To know for certain if someone is a hypocrite, I would need to see inside his mind and heart. Christ could do that. I can't. St. James warned us, judgment will be merciless to him who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. We weren't put on earth to judge one another. What I learned from that story about the danger of passing judgments rendered me less adamant or certain about the judgments I make and prepared me to discover the theme of my novel, The Good Know Nothing. As writers, we're obliged to judge in the sense of recognizing the errors our characters make and holding them accountable. But if we approach our stories with the attitude as free of judgment as we can make it, our bad guys won't be just bad guys. They'll be bad guys because fill in the blank, or bad guys but fill in the blank. I will try to remember these thoughts of mine and hold back whenever I am tempted to condemn, especially between now, July 25th, and November 3rd, 2020. I hope you'll join me. Also, if you read nothing else between now and then, please read The Grand Inquisitor. It's not only free online, but it's all about freedom.